I am on the cusp of an illness, so I no. apologize for looking like garbage and also for not really having the appropriate energy, I feel, <laughs> for this episode and what it deserves. That's okay. I'm going to do my best, though, because I do have thoughts and feelings. Okay, yeah, because again, going into this movie... I just kind of read the description and I was like, okay, this sounds quirky enough for us and whatever. And then I'm watching it Friday night or Friday day. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, not what I was expecting. Yeah, I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but it was not this. So that's the thing I think that's bothering me the most is just that I had no idea that this was coming. (laughs) And even like the little minor plot points around it, I was like, oh, this is interesting to add to such a story. Yes, it's a trip. I don't I don't recommend it to anybody, but also I, no. I'm excited if you came here to listen to our synopsis of it because everybody should know what this movie is about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. We're discussing Hatching, which is a Finnish movie on Hulu. Yeah. New last year, 2022. Yep. Now I'm curious because when I started watching the movie, I don't know if it did this to you, but the default setting was to have it English audio uh-huh. with descriptions. Yep. Couldn't get it off. Was driving me. Oh no. Up a wall. Oh no. You got it off? Yeah. Yeah. Mine, the choices were Finnish subtitles and then it was English with the audio. There were only two choices and the yes. only one that would give me it was the audio description now i know that you prefer to listen to foreign language films with english audio for me that's not a big deal so i switched the language from english with audio description to finnish and when i did that it just had english subtitles yeah that would make it worse for me so I'm like, I'll just suck it up and listen to this audio description. Oh my god! And it was torture. I, it made the movie worse for it's me. It's bad, honest. I when I realized what was happening and I tried to go change it, I was like, I cannot with this. Is this seriously the only way I can watch this movie? Because I will riot in the streets. Yeah, I and then I I attempted to listen to it and finish with the English subtitles, and I I just I can't do it. Like my brain just doesn't want to compute the fact that okay, just read it. That's what they're saying. Just don't listen to them. Just read it. But but my brain doesn't want to. It just wants to listen, but I'm not understanding. Mm. So it doesn't put two and two together. So I had to suck it up and have that stupid audio description. <laughs> and um, it was <laughs> quite a ride. I wonder why they did it that way. Maybe because the dialogue was very minimal. I mean, if you think about it. Maybe. And I guess, well, I guess it was more for the visually impaired. Although I feel like they don't do that with a lot of other movies. And so it's weird that they chose to do it for this one as though lots of blind people are going to be flocking to the theaters to see this particular film. (laughs) I mean, I guess you needed a lot of the visuals for this. Well, I was actually curious. Um, I almost kind of wanted to know how some of the scenes were described because a lot of this is fucking like I didn't know what I was looking at sometimes. And I was like, oh, you know, it would really help <laughs> the audio. description. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was described as the creature for a, a long time. Interesting. OK. Until she named it. I Yeah. I mean, it's 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 a creature the whole time, I, I think. Yeah. I guess we should just start talking about this movie now. (laughs) Yeah, let's give it a whirl. 
So essentially, our main character is a 12-year-old Finnish girl whose name now I can't remember. T- um, Tinya. Tinya? Tinya. Yeah, I apologize to the Finnish people. If we have any Finnish listeners, um, welcome. But also, mm-hmm. I'm going to butcher all your names. So Tinya's mother is your typical Instagram content, content creator type mother. She's trying to launch her own blog and she's really keen on featuring Tinya and her gymnastics career ascension. Yeah. Which obviously she's pushing her pretty heavily into practicing and competing and, you know, progressing through the ranks. And Tinya appears to at least kind of enjoy it, but obviously the impression is she has a very overbearing mother. She's also got a little brother. Fuck this kid. I hate him. Fuck this kid. I'm so upset that he did not get killed. (laughs) I for sure thought he was going to, but... Yeah, me too. There was a couple of points where it was like, oh, finally. But he's younger. I don't know exactly how old. Maybe eight, nine. Yeah. Something in there. And then we have the father as well. But their relationship is weird. (laughs) This whole, like, and she's, of course, with her whole content creator thing and her blog, is trying to put out that perfect family image. So, like, Mm -hmm. her blog is called Lovely Everyday Life of a Finnish Family. And it's like, okay, great. That's a mouthful. Yeah, because it starts really just as this, like, tickle fest being filmed (laughs) by her and her selfie stick, you know, just walking around the house filming the family as, like, this perfect image. That's not exactly what they are. (laughs) <laughs> no, and I guess that is exemplified by what occurs there. They just finished taking a family photo or selfie or whatever. And then there's like a loud thunk on the window. And Tina goes over to check it out. And it is a bird that has crashed into the window. But when she opens the window, I guess it only injured itself. And then it just fucking like flies inside the house. Now, this bird does a lot of damage, <laughs> like more damage than I think it should have been capable of. I wouldn't have realized how much glass was in that house. No. <laughs> had this bird not come in and just cause mass Smash chaos. all of it because mm-hmm. the bird manages to beeline towards every fragile piece of furniture and breaks it. And you can tell the mom is next to having a She's freaking out internally. And so Tanya very cleverly realizes that she can just throw a little blanket over the bird and then kind of scoop it up. So she's got it. She's humanely captured it and is willing to just kind of let it go out the window. Mm-hmm. And her mom's like, no, no, bring it over here. And she does. And then the mom, while smiling, this very eerie smile, just yeah. snaps the bird's neck. Or I guess so we think. I mean, we heard it. It happened. I know, but then what happens that night? Because she tells Tina to go throw it out in the organic Which waste bin. Which is disgusting. Bin. I know. <laughs> so she drops it in this garbage can, essentially. And she feels bad about it. So she does go back out to, like, look for it at night, and it's gone. So was it not dead and it hobbled away? Because then she goes out into the woods. This is where it seems very trippy and, like, weird fever dream. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a dream at first. I mean... The woods seemed very mystical and foggy and all that. 
And they came out of nowhere because to that point, they were like in a residential neighborhood and it was really unclear like where the forest was in relation to their yeah, house. Yeah, it was given like... So I don't know if it was like in a different set or if it was just not clear from the angles that they were showing us, but it didn't feel like it was right next to the house. Right. And it was so odd because it has her like going up to the bird again and this bird's also injured, which I guess we're supposed to assume it's the same one. Right. Like that's where I'm confused because again, that was a pretty definitive neck crack. I think the bird should have been dead. So I don't know how this could be the same bird unless she was having some kind of fantasy. And so like, I don't even... And so for a while, I wasn't sure if the egg was real or what came out of it was real, if it was all supposed to be like a metaphor of some I think kind. it's still supposed to be a metaphor, but regardless, she at that point wants to help it but it obviously doesn't want her touching it and she's like Mm -hmm. well i guess i'll just i mean at this point we assume she thinks she's just gonna put it out of its misery and um takes a rock to him and uh goes to town does the betty caramel situation (laughs) and just bashes the shit and it was like violent too because she didn't kill it on the first stroke so she like continues to bash its skull in and it's just like ah please stop i did not know how much bird violence was gonna be seriously and i was not happy i wasn't happy about any of the animal violence in this movie that i wasn't expecting again not really on my yeah but so then she sees the egg and she's like i'm gonna take it upon myself to bring this home and keep it I might have done the same thing, honestly, as an animal lover. First of all, I don't know. I don't know that I have the fortitude to like put an animal out of its misery. No, even if I, I know can't it's do that die. either. But I do think that if I came across an abandoned baby animal or an egg or something, and I noticed that like the mother was nearby and was dead, I might take the I might take that home with me. I may not keep it. I might bring it to a wildlife refuge, but like that instinct is within me. So I can understand why she did it, especially if she was feeling guilty that she had to kill the mother in the first true. place. True, true. So she brings the egg back home and she's like covered in blood. That was another thing that the description would say. It would constantly say like when bloody <laughs> things were happening. So it's like, and the oh, blood yeah. was on the duvet cover. And it's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I mean, that was important, it was. an important detail, um, but yeah. So she just kind of like puts it under her pillow and goes about her day the next day. And I've noticed too that the scenes changed. There was no kind of ease into the next scene. It was just a cut into, because mm. I think this was like a cut into the gymnastics stuff. Like it just went right into yeah. it. And um, she keeps trying to make this landing. And that's what she's stuck on constantly. Like that's the whole thing is that she's stuck on this landing mm-hmm. She's got good form. She does all that because her instructor is telling her, like, you're you're doing well, but, like, if you really want at this, like, you got to stick the landing. So after... Oh, and then also there's, like, these three girls that are, like, bitchy to her. They're kind yeah. of bullies. So she walks home and she walks in the door and she's not quiet. So this was something that I was confused about. She's not quiet and you see the mom and a handyman kind <laughs> right. of just going at it in the middle of the living room yeah just make well making yeah i mean going at it can mean a lot of things they were i mean she she initiated she was groping first and then it became like a makeout sesh yes and he uh i forget his name at the moment taro right taro Uh, i love uh, he was i would marry taro tomorrow holy shit (laughs) i'll take two i was grateful for that eye candy for during this movie absolutely he's obviously nervous at first and the mom like doesn't give a shit she's like oh hey yeah she's totally cool she's like oh hi there this is my this is tarot we're special (laughs) friends okay she has like a side to like a one-on-one combo with her and she's like we're special friends and 
making it seem like it's a totally normal thing. And the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, and what about the dad? And just after that, she goes, and you know, your dad is dad. And I'm like, like, what What was she implying there? I, I think, you know, he's like not enough for me, essentially. Like, you know, your dad is going to be your dad, but like this man is my <laughs> kind of situation. Yep. But it, what's funny to me is that from this point, she's basically saying this is going to be our little secret. Don't tell anybody. But then later in the movie, it's revealed that the husband is aware yeah. of it. Very suddenly and very like shockingly, you're just like, oh, you knew about this? You're like allowing? all Okay. All right. Yeah, then. That was a- it's a very strange arrangement they and have. And that interaction was strange too. Because I felt bad for her. I felt bad for Tanya because she here she thinks she's keeping the secret and she's doing her best job. But he's just like... Yeah, your mom. She's just your mom. Everyone talks to Tina like she is an adult. And it's confusing because she's 12. (laughs) And she doesn't look like an adult. So I don't understand why her mom has these very frank conversations with her about her love life. And it's just like, your daughter doesn't want to know any of this. This is not an appropriate position to be putting your child in. Her mom's real selfish, though. So that's very very clear. From every angle. I believe she sleeps alone too at night. I think that was like her own Oh my god, there was that scene. Yes, there was that one scene where we see her at night and she's like in the middle of her bed sleeping like Snow White and it's like (laughs) a a canopy bed with these gossamer curtains. It's like the most ridiculous setting I've that ever seen. That whole house was, a, I mean, every room was overly floral wall- wallpapered, which hurt my eyes so much. You know, an accent wall here and there is fine, but I mean, these rooms were covered and the pink. Maybe that's the Finnish style. Maybe. I don't want to be rude about that, but it was just... It's not for you. It's not for me. And the mom, obviously, pink is her thing. So she was obsessed yeah. with pink. So that interaction happens. She goes back to her room and we notice that the egg got a little bit bigger. And she decides to operate on her bear, her stuffed animal. And she cuts down the center and she puts the egg in the bear to keep it cozy yeah, and she, warm. She Han Solo's that shit. Yes. She also at some point meets the neighbor child. Yes. They get new neighbors and Rita. there's a daughter about her age. Rita. R-E-E-T-A. Yeah. So it's like yeah, Rita. Rita. But she's very nice and she has um, a yappy little French bulldog that actually like bites her. Mm-hmm randomly the first time they meet so that's a weird sort of like because she's like she's never bitten anybody before and this is after the whole egg incident so you're just kind of wondering like is there something like weird about this girl now that she's had this interaction with this egg right because like you know animals (laughs) can sense weirdness so the fact that this dog bit you is signs right seems like a sign yeah and then we find out too she goes to gymnastics again and rita is now part of I guess the squad, whatever you call them for gymnastics, but there's going to be a competition and she's going to be in the competition as well. So it's like, okay, great. Now we're adding another person to the roster. And she's good. And she is very good. Oh, she's she's really good. That landing. And the worst part was that uh, Tina's mom was there for that. And basically was like, okay, lights off. I don't care if everybody's gone. You're going to keep fucking going. Yeah. And the gymnastics coach was like, um, maybe we don't do this. And her mom's like, we got it. Thanks. And she's like, okay. Right. (laughs) Cool. Please continue your child abuse. And along with this, she finds out that 
you know, the mom is just basically gonna be at Tarot's all the time. Right. She's just spending weekends with him constantly. Yeah, she stopped so. lying about going to blog seminars, which I think is right. total bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally a cover story. But this egg becomes enormous. And she every time she has like something traumatic happening to her, whether it's like her mom being mean to her or her friends being mean to her or, you know, anything, she goes and she like hugs this egg. She cries into it. It absorbs her little tears and its little pores. And she's just kind of pouring all of her grief into this little, little egg. Yeah, and it kind of activates because... Yeah, I guess. It, uh, it it opens. It cracks open. And it's disgusting. Yeah, it's very gooey. There's a lot of gooey uh, I was not about slime. the goo. Yeah. And it's supposed to be a bird. It starts out looking very much like a bird, yeah. like a baby bird. If you've ever seen, I think they are called hatchlings when they're like just born before they really start getting their feathers. They're like mostly naked, but they might have some like patchy feather. Yeah, growth. that's exactly what so. this looks like. But it's huge, obviously. It's like almost as tall as she is. And it's got these weird human teeth. And like that Uh, freaked me out more than anything else. I was like, what the fuck is going on with these things? The eyeballs (laughs) really did did it for me. I to have that stare at you is just daunting. I ugh. Right. But it makes it pretty clear that it's not there to hurt her. Like she's scared of it initially. Mm. But it's like, here, pet me. I'm totally cool. And so she kind of bonds with it immediately. Yeah, and the way she tries to hide it, well, she realizes that it smells like complete shit. Oh, that's right. They have the little bath And then she she brings him in the bath, and it's like loving it, the attention, the pampering. It's blowing bubbles in the water with its little beak. It was kind of cute, cute. yeah. It was cute. It started out cute. It started out cute. (laughs) And then the brother is like knocking on the door. Now, I don't know if the actor because again you listened to the actual people speaking mm-hmm. finish but the dubbed voice for the kid was the worst like the most oh, annoying no. voice like it just made the character worse for me because i wanted to just smack him into like next tuesday yeah and he's like i need to pee and mm-hmm. we find out that he's a huge tattletale for like the most annoying stupid situations he's such a little bitch like such a little bitch <laughs> He's the worst. So he goes and obviously like tattles to the dad because the mom's nowhere to be found. Also, the mom hates him. Let's just be clear. Yeah, which actually I found it interesting. And maybe it's more now that I'm thinking about it more, maybe he's kind of following in her footsteps of being entitled and selfish. But I thought it was really strange that she was so hard on her daughter and like didn't seem to care at all about the fact that her son was a huge dickwad. So I don't know. I don't know how she... She probably liked the submissiveness of her. I mean, maybe. But like you would think she's so controlling that she would make sure that any of her children were super obedient, conformed to her standards of a perfect family so like i was just a little bit surprised i felt like she would not this person what we've been led to believe about her personality that she would have allowed any of her children to be such an asshole that's true it's very true so after the bath she kind of because this bird-like creature is now sleeping under her bed and she's down there calming it down i think for some reason and the dad knocks on the bedroom door and he comes in and he's like i heard you wouldn't let your brother pee and it's like wow really like i mean she said to go outside 
And the dad, like, for a second looks at the bed and there happens to be blood on the sheets. Oh, because the dog, we, we haven't Oh, we haven't gotten to that part. Oh, I skipped that. I didn't want to think about that part again, actually. <laughs> I know. Yeah, this part sucks. So after the bath, she's trying to go to sleep and the dog, the neighbor's dog, starts yapping in the middle of the night and she gets disturbed by it, I guess. And the bird senses this somehow. Like, they have some kind of psychic link. It reminded me a little bit of Gabriel and Malignant. Yes. So or she gets, like, activated by this and flies on over or whatever, like, bursts out the window, <laughs> whatever this thing keeps doing, and goes next door and not only kills this dog, but decapitates it. And brings it as a and gift. And then... In the way of a cat, just brings it and drops it on Tina's bed and is like, here you go, mom. I did good, right? Awesome. And then she wakes up, sees this, is so upset she vomits on her floor. Oh, and then and what then happens? The birds, yeah, then the bird's like, oh, breakfast. Thank you so much. I'm so glad I watched that during the day and not during a meal because I was like, oh, my God, because it happens more than once. And I mm-hmm. that whole like, oh, eating her puke. I, I can't. Yeah, the feeding thing oh, is gross. Ugh. So obviously Tina's upset, but she takes the dog out to the backyard and buries it in the backyard. And her little brother sees her doing this. So that's part of the tattling that occurs yes and he likes to hide behind a paper mask of just cardboard with two holes cut out (laughs) yeah like no one will be able to figure out who you are with that mask on Uh, good job sir so back to what you were saying before yes um she's under the bed kind of like comforting the bird for whatever reason yeah and the dad comes and is like oh you didn't let him pee da 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 you know the, he sees the he blood he sees the blood and i and i took that as he just thought oh she got her period and i'm going to leave her alone right and she was embarrassed and that's why she didn't want her brother to come in right. and all that stuff so it's the next so he makes a hasty retreat and is like, yeah he's Sorry, like never mind i don't have to worry about this shit i'm out so the next day, the mom claimed she was on a trip or something, and she brings her a gift, and she brings Tanya a gift. It's a hairbrush. Tanya a gift. <laughs> it's a hairbrush. And the brother, like, comes and hugs her, and she's like, get the fuck off me. <laughs> and then- yeah. She's like, what'd you get me? She's, she's like, I didn't get you shit. I didn't get you shit. Like, it was so, like, just blunt, and I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, well, I'm going to take matters into my own hands now. And she finds out that the dog's missing because she helped the Rita, Rita like, put up. put the flyers yeah. up. So the brother's like, Tina did that. Tina, I saw her in the Rose Garden burying it. Like Right, and he brings, it, he brings the corpse in. He goes to the trouble of digging it up and bringing it in, just throwing it on the table. And his parents are like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and at that point, I'm like, brother's going to die. Can't wait. Yes. Like, ready for yep. it. I really thought it was going to happen. Um, but we see the bird kind of creeping out of her door. And then Tina has like a seizure on the floor. And her parents kind of like snap her out of it. And then nobody dies. Like, Mateus is fine. Right. And Tina's just like, what happened? And they were like, uh, you tell us. And then like, nobody's concerned enough about this to get her medically t- like checked out. No. Because that was like a very bizarre seizure. And somebody probably should have noticed that that was like, you know, I felt the ordinary. this scene was something of like their beings combining or something like it was the start yeah, of it. Well, in a well way. again, like there did seem to be some kind of link. And when she was feeling a lot of negative emotion towards somebody for any reason, And it didn't even necessarily have to be like she wanted somebody to die or to pay, but she was pissed off at her brother. 
And so it seemed to like activate the creature mm-hmm. to go after him. And the same thing happens later with Rita. She's feeling jealousy and like annoyance that she's so much better than her at gymnastics. But like she didn't want her to die. Right. Like she doesn't <laughs> like, hate her. Yeah. Right. It's just like it's almost like and that's why I was thinking this must be a metaphor of some kind because it really does seem like the bird acts on her very raw negative emotions mm-hmm. in ways that most humans wouldn't because we have, you know, emotional control and regulation. But this bird does not. So yeah, and any time there was, I th- and I think it was at that point when it showed the whole like, oh, Rita's better, and it's gonna cause like a problem, whatever. At that point, I'm like, this bird's gonna take out everyone. I know, no matter yeah. who comes in, t- like her past. Because right, even with the dog, that must have been a subconscious thought. Like while she was sleeping, she just been like, oh my god, this fucking dog. Like will I not can't shut sleep. Up. Right. I can't sleep, and the bird acted on it. So like. There's definitely something linking them, but like I just don't understand it. And we can get into it more later, but like, yeah, I don't really, I don't think it was fleshed out well enough. Yeah, I even wrote, I'm like, I know this is going to be a metaphor for something, but I <laughs> don't know what yet. Oh, and then the mom like brings up, again, the mom just brings up tarot now in front of the dad, like it's nothing. Yeah. And um, she tells Tanya that, you know, you're very stressed here. How about you come stay with me at Tarot's house for the weekend or whatever? And she's like nervous. Can't bring, obviously, the bird. Has she named the bird yet? I think so. I think we're at the point now where the bird has started taking on more human yes, characteristics. Yes, yes, yes. The first thing that we notice is the growth of human yeah. hair, which really upset yep. me. So she starts growing blonde hair just like Tina's. And it's just like, oh, And starts okay, wearing her like, dresses. What? Uh, oh yeah she puts her in a dress and it's so creepy mm -hmm. so yeah and again at this point like she's aware that the the bird is doing all these crazy things but she can't really control her and she has now dubbed her Allie Mm -hmm. because of a lullaby how depressing is that fucking song very depressing and the brothers like sing it louder (laughs) and just like why (laughs) it's like doesn't have a mother doesn't have a father it's about an orphan child. The words are just so depressing. Yeah, and the brother's like, this is my jam. <laughs> yeah, Pump right? it up. And it's like, this will really get me to what sleep. What the fuck is wrong with you, you sociopath? <laughs> yeah, like, that's the moment we knew. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to Taro's house, and it's this literal dilapidated, like, it looks like yeah, a haunted like, house. Yeah, they isn't scary enough, so we need to, like, introduce this extra element of creepy. So we have the mom, you know, all glitz and glam with her, like, you know pink fancy suitcase rolling up to the house and she goes in the house and you see tarot's clearly working on it but she's like isn't this beautiful it's gonna be beautiful all this shit and then she's like made yeah, it it's a fixer yeah upper. and she's like made it her space because it's like pink furniture's in there and mm-hmm. it's it's gross yes we find out tarot is a yes. widower because he has a young baby daughter And once again, the mom has just like very much made herself at home. Like, I'm this child's mother now. So this is my new family. It was so disturbing. (laughs) It's just a lot. She was just kind of like, you know, like basically this is your new sibling. Like really playing it up. Like this is your new life get used to it right yeah like this is not just a whim i have decided that we are just rebuilding ourselves in this home with this man and like honestly tarot is great and i actually don't understand why he's in a relationship with her because 
she seems like the opposite of his type because he even she's taking pictures at breakfast one morning and he's like, do you have to put everything online? Like, I don't really want my house or, you know, my daughter or anything like on social media. It's like, fuck off. Right. So like he obviously doesn't understand that. And then he also really picks up on the fact that she's so hard on Tanya and is is trying to like help Tanya realize you don't have to do gymnastics if you don't love it. I know your mom really wants you to, but it's okay to be bad at it. You don't have to be perfect like he's he's really ah this pissed me off so much because like he was really good for her and so the way that it all like breaks down at the end it's just like yeah like it's nothing should have been taken out on him well like Allie comes into the house in the the middle of the night or whatever and so this was creepy she had to eat the she ate the bird seed at some point she does another vomiting thing to feed her and that's what Tara walks in on or like he starts knocking on the door to be like hey what's going on in there and he thinks that oh yes 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 Allie is Tanya because she looks similar but also she's on her on all fours eating out of this silver bowl and is fucking hissing at him and he's like yeah very Samara from the ring (laughs) yes it's not great I hated it it wasn't that moment it was the moment when she first started to like morph into human and her face was like peeling flesh and stuff and it was just like I don't I'm nope no thank you this thing is not a bird anymore (laughs) right and it wasn't really like a full jaw yet it was just like some of the teeth and yeah she because Tina finds in her closet like the beak has like popped off essentially (laughs) it's just like oh shit this thing this thing has gone rogue so when Tara walks in on this, he like freaks out. So she's trying to like slam the door on him basically so that Allie can't hurt him. But his hand gets stuck in the door. She like slams it a bunch. He really hurts his hand. So afterwards, she comes down and she's like, hey, I'm going to leave because that was not cool. And like, obviously, you don't want me here. And he was like, no, no. Don't go anywhere. Let's talk about this. He's so fucking understanding. <laughs> He's so nice. Like she literally like after seeing that, I would have kicked them out of my house, especially having yeah. like an infant child. So he's trying to be understanding and give the benefit of the doubt. And they don't really get to talk about it because the mom walks in and is like, we got to get to the competition. And so they're like leaving and she gets this sense, this feeling uh-huh. that Allie's going to do something to the baby. And potentially to tarot. So she's like, can the baby come with us? Like, can the baby come to the competition? And her mom's like, no, like, obviously not. (laughs) Like, they're going to stay here. We're going to go. So she, like, looks over her shoulder at them as they're driving away. Like, that might be the last time I ever see these people alive. This is what I think confused me a little. Just because if she can sense that, couldn't she kind of prevent it? It's really it's unclear because what does end up happening is while she's at the competition, we see Allie approaching the baby in the crib with a fucking hatchet and she's going to chop her up in little bits. And Tanya seems to know exactly what she's doing. And so she I think she intentionally falls right like from the parallel bars and hurts her shoulder, which causes Allie's shoulder to hurt, Mm -hmm. which I thought was weird. Right, and it causes Allie to drop the axe. Right. And kind of, because at that point, Taro, like, hears. Yeah, Taro comes in, comes finds in. her. She hisses at him from the window. Window. <laughs> and, like, bolts. And at that point, he still thinks this is Tina. So right. they come back from the competition, 
which she has now been injured in and thus lost. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want anything to do with you. And her mom's like, what are you talking about? Like, she's been with me the whole time. And then he's like, well, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, but no, we're yeah. done. You gots to go. And so her mom is devastated, obviously. I mean, I don't blame her. Like, losing Taro, that's like... <laughs> That's bad. So she gets her stuff and gets back in the car and she has this horrifying little hissy fit oh. in the driver's seat. She smashes her face into the steering wheel and makes her own face bleed. It's like, okay. Yeah, it's cool. Quite, um, yeah, she's the temper tantrum of the century. Yeah, definitely a good reaction to have in front of your child, but okay. So they go back home and I think, is this when she comes clean? No, not yet. We forgot about Rita. Oh, right. Rita. So at well, they're at Taro's house and they were having breakfast at breakfast scene. Oh, the that's mom, right. She gets the phone call. The mom got the phone call basically saying that Rita's in the hospital. Something happened there. And Tina goes to visit her and mm-hmm. it's not pretty. No, because we did see something stalking Rita as she was walking home from gymnastics practice one night. And obviously we know it was Allie, but at that time she looked fucked up. She was finally starting to stand more upright, more human, but she still had this hybrid face thing going on that is just horrifying. Nightmare level stuff is happening there. So when Tina goes to visit Rita, Rita is not scratched up. Yeah, scratched to shit. I mean, there's um, stitches everywhere. And I think she doesn't have an eye. I think her eye's missing. Oh, maybe. I think she one of her hands was missing, too. Yeah. And Tina's trying to get her attention, like, you know, to wake her up. And Rita wakes up and basically sees her and starts screaming. So that's obviously putting association to Ali looking somewhat like her now. Yes. Which I think, I mean, I guess makes more sense than the truth. But, like, I never really thought that, especially during her early stages of transformation, that she looked very much like Tina. Like, she just kind of looked gross and right. weird. And, and but, like, if you didn't know the context and, like, where she came from and what was going on, then I guess maybe she does look enough like Tina that you can make that leap. Well, but at that for point, me, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, from the nose down, because... It, it developed like it had the eyes granted they were like glossy but it had the eyes the oh, right. hair yep. the nose and then it was really just the mouth that was all kind of messed up at that point and bloody and half on half off plus you know the stance and all it's just not discombobulated it's not pleasant it's hard to describe and it was so unpleasant to view <laughs> And I also had to point out that that was the whitest, cleanest hospital I'd ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. It was blinding. Blinding. I was like, that's not real. (laughs) That's not a real hospital. Yeah. That's a dream. That's a dream sequence. Okay. So now we could go to her about to come clean, basically. Oh, the big reveal. (laughs) So they get back to the house and um, the mom's like covered in blood and she kisses the dad. Hello. Like nothing's happened. She goes up to the room because now she's looking for Allie. She's like, I gotta put this bitch in her place. And she starts looking in her room and her bureau and like everywhere. And she can't find this fucking bird person. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Bird person. And the mom decides she's going to go sit at her vanity and clean up her face and she has to do a little update. She needs a little blog update because, you know, her daughter 
you know, give the update that her hand's okay and um, she's gonna right. Be fine. Yeah, talk about failure as a, a learning, a learning moment. I guess a teachable moment. So Tanya wants to talk to her at that moment. Like she comes in and like says something, but I can't remember what it was. But and I think they, maybe they fight and she goes away. But then the mom goes into her room to look for her, and it's oh my Allie God, that's yes. in the wardrobe. So Tanya's in the bathroom brushing her hair. Oh, maybe oh, her mom says you smell. So she went to go take a bath and to, you know, clean herself up. While she's doing that, her mom goes into her room and finds Allie but thinks it's Tanya and is like, your hair is disgusting. You know, like what is going on here? She's brushing it. She brushes. She runs oh, into a knot that's God. so tight. She rips out a piece of her skull and it starts bleeding. And it's like, oh, well. I, I don't think this is right. Yeah. So that's kind of the reveal of Tina and Allie because she comes like bursting in like, um. I am me and that so is this her. this is my egg yeah. twin. <laughs> my egg twin. And like she tries to explain it, but like, and her mom is taking it pretty well given True. how fucked up the whole scenario is. Like she does say like, what the fuck is that? But even when she explains it, it's just kind of like, oh, and something that I want to touch on is the scar on her leg? Oh, I like. Do we I ever? I think that is from when she was an ice skater, because she talks about oh, how okay. she did gymnastics and ice skating and all that, and it was kind of one of those stories that we've seen before of you know where the parents career cut yeah, short, uh huh, and then they and then trying to live vicariously it onto their child. It was kind okay. of that vibe, but okay, they really got you. They pinpoint that scar at one point with Ali and um it's Yeah, she gross. drags her hand her slimy hand Ugh. down it. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was gross. Uh. So anyway, Tina's like, I need to get rid of this thing. So she, her mom takes her downstairs, they grab two giant knives from the butcher's block in the kitchen. And they just like go like throughout the house, like looking for this thing. And finally, there's like a confrontation in Tina's bedroom. And Ali and the mom are squabbling. And finally, her mom is able to stab it in the leg, which causes Tina to, to fall. flinch. Yep. Yeah, like she gets hurt by this, like but she's not bleeding. Pain and it's kind of right. weird. Yeah. So now Ali is like disabled and her mom is like getting ready for the kill shot. And Tina's like, no, wait, I hatched her. <laughs> right. <laughs> like she she belongs to me and like I can't let you kill her essentially and her mom's like well fuck you and goes to stab Ali and then Tina throws herself in front which I don't know why she did that necessarily but she ends up getting stabby stabbed right in the heart which kills her obviously she flops down on top of Ali's body and her blood dribbles out of her mouth into Ali's mouth great Uh cool that can only that can only be good right so (laughs) the dad and the son come like running into the room and they're like what's going on and then you see ali throw tina's body off of her stand up she finishes her little transformation all the wounds on her face seal up her eyes become clearer and she's got like scars that like joker scars almost but otherwise she looks pretty good and then she she manages to choke out mother while she's looking at the mom and then um it's like okay so i guess you're our daughter now cool that's yeah definitely not a problem whatsoever and then that's the end of the movie literally fade to black it's it was again it's a metaphor for something 
okay, wait, wait. Oh, I've got something. I mean, is it a metaphor for how this sort of overbearing parenting creates monsters out of their children? I think so. Because that's where she was directing all of her frustration, all of her anger, all of her rage that was coming from her mom, essentially, into this other person. And then by the end of the movie, her mom is the one who kills the sweet, quiet, ambitious part of her daughter and allows the evil side to live. The evil side to live, yeah. That's what I gather. And then when I did a little research, obviously, given it's a Finnish movie, it doesn't have all the fun trivia that an American movie would have. But it did say that it was kind of perceived that it was a monsters create monsters um yeah. scenario and i was like ah oh, yeah that makes sense mm-hmm. very interesting way to go about that kind of a lesson yeah i don't know that i that i didn't like it it was just it was not a feel-good movie whatsoever no. not that we do a lot of feel-good movies but i just i left this one feeling very uncomfortable and uneasy it's not one that i I would find myself going back to analyze again. Like those other movies that I've done where it's like, oh, it confused me. I don't know what the hell I just watched. I'll watch it again. And then you get like that second time you figure shit out better. But like this one, I don't want to ever watch again. Yeah, no, I think part of it is just there seems like a lot of violence against the innocent in this movie. Yeah, that is very upsetting to me. So all the animals and, you know, even Rita, all the people who die and were targeted by this thing didn't really deserve it. And so it was just kind of upsetting. Yeah. So I think that's the part that leaves me feeling uneasy, especially when we thought that something bad was going to happen to Taro and his baby. And I was just like, please don't do this. Yeah, I'm glad. (laughs) go there that got cut off but yeah so that was that was hatching yeah and I guess in terms of expectations did not really disappoint in terms of the what the fuck Mm -hmm. aspect I was expecting going into it I kind of assumed it was going to be like what and I did in fact have that reaction quite a bit so I guess met expectations it would have been a good spooky season movie actually it would have it would have again not really knowing just on the synopsis like the description right yeah it could have gone anywhere based on the description yeah so because it could have been just a whole thing about maybe her turning into a bird like vice versa right like, yeah something like yes. that yeah it could have been like gremlins or something uh-huh. stupid like it could have gone in that direction so again not something that i would watch again or inflict on anyone no, else I can't, really in good conscience yeah recommend it um but if you have watched it and you have feelings and would like to share with us we would love to hear them because we clearly have feelings <laughs> mm-hmm. and our december movie should be out by now but if they're not they'll be out tomorrow which is the first <laughs> so i hope yeah oh happy december y'all uh, yeah <laughs> Time is flying. How did that happen? Yeah, so we should have those up for you shortly, if not already. And, of course, you know where to find us and all of the social media to see what we have going on. Is there anything you would like to add? Yes, two holidays celebrating today that are very close to my heart. We have Celebrate Shelter Pets Day. So if you adopted your pet from a shelter... 
Make sure you celebrate them a little extra. Give them a couple extra treats today. It is a noble thing to rescue pets from shelters. So thank you for contributing to that. And then the second one is National Personal Space Day. So get the fuck out of my face. Thank you. Yes, I will definitely be telling many a people that. Just be like, excuse me, it's National Personal Space Day. I'm going to need you to take like three steps back. I'll just have a sign on my door. Shut my door over and be like... (laughs) this is a national holiday that i celebrate i'm observing national personal space day believe me be (laughs) so yeah until then oh i was gonna say that's end game i was waiting for you to say it like i heard it in my head being finished in that way wow i I haven't done that (laughs) in so long it feels like ages I know, but at the same time, like that came back so It easily. really did. Wow, that's scary. Yeah, I guess until then, that's end game. <laughs>